Kia ora tato. this is the blog post from the 18th of March 2021. Rebuilding trust after things didn't work out how you wanted. We're into week two of making interpretations of Tamati Kapua's portrayal of Ruaio and the events that ensued as a result. Changing the appearance of the night sky, disorienting the navigators aboard the waka, delaying their trip and introducing Tamati Kapua to his fists at Maketu. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know of stories about Ruaio post-arrival to Aotearoa, besides roughing up Tamati Kapua and continuing on his way. So if you do, please send them through because I'd love to learn more. But while we're here, I wanted to focus on that internal and eternal process of rebuilding trust after a thing happens not quite the way you planned or someone something betrays you hey maybe you even betray yourself and what you're about you know your values and your principles things go wrong you fail you lose you get rejected or abandoned it can be incredibly difficult to trust others again to let people in and to be vulnerable sure but you know what's even harder than that is rebuilding trust with yourself. How can you trust your own judgment or decision-making abilities if they've caused you this much pain or caused others this much pain? You put yourself on the line for someone or for a cause only for them to take you for granted. How do you trust that won't happen again or how do you know you'd be able to handle it if it did? What did you miss the first time around and is it worth it to try again? These are just some of the thoughts that have made my mind and heart home at various moments along the journey so far. Not right now though, I just wanted to clear that up. Uh, life's great at the moment, but it hasn't been without patches of distrusting myself. Which, as hard as they were, if it meant living the life I have now, I'd go through them all again every time. How you and I work through our pain, grief, trauma and sadness will vary because we have different experiences, values, demons we're facing, daily demands, different whakapapa, different ancestry and so our way of feeling the pain and healing it and rebuilding trust afterwards will be different too. Whatever that looks like and whatever course that takes, so long as it doesn't harm you or others, take it. And also remember that light shines always. That we are born of light and therefore are light if we follow that urutengangana whakapapa. That there are over 140 phases of te kore and te pō, the formless potential darkness and confusion, which always, always, always phase into te marama, the world of light. That innate yearning in us to reach for the light in all its forms, love, knowledge, belonging, warmth and life, that tāne, the atu of the forest, and tāwhiri mātea, atu of the winds, defeat fido, atu of misfortune, and his armies to obtain the baskets of knowledge so as their descendants we have the capacity to do the same. But don't forget, darkness is part of our whakapapa too. It's an essential phase of creation, from the beginning of the world, pēpi and their mamas puku, and seeds sowed into the ground. What we enjoy in Te Aumarama comes from the darkness, comes from the moments where the depths of our character is tested, our resilience is challenged and our courage required. I haven't yet learnt how to change the stars and where they sit in the sky or felt the need to fight anyone to even things out and to be honest I'd be terrible and either try hug it out or talk it out or walk away um, but I think you get the gist. 
There are probably other parts to the process as well, but these are the main points for how do I or work through his mamai, his pain. We must rebuild. That is the constant. Rebuilding trust is exactly that, a rebuild. You clear away the junk and piece by piece you rebuild and fortify something stronger, perhaps more compassionate and understanding in its place. Ngamihi mayoha, hana. And there's a PS here. What Ruayo did had major spiritual ceremonial elements to them to keep him safe. Like everything our tupuna did, so shouldn't be diluted to just the physical acts or events, which I think is very important to note, hence why I chucked that in there. Um, before we get too far into interpreting, interpreting? Oh my god, <laughs> interpreting this piece, I think there was one part as I... After I published it and read it over, and then just in reading it again to record for the podcast, I was like, oh, I don't actually like this. And it's this part about halfway through. If it meant living the life I have now, I'd go through all of them again every time, which is true. Okay, I want to clarify that. But even if I didn't know this is how my life would be, um, it's like that quote, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Which makes failing the villain, so to speak, compared to how Brene Brown has reframed it into what would be worth doing even if you do fail. And so all the different things that I've done in my life that have led me down those dark patches or into situations where things have gone wrong, I've failed, I've lost, I've got rejected or abandoned or any of those kind of things or even betrayed or I've betrayed myself and what I'm about or what I thought the kind of person I was. I hope that makes sense. Um, those are all part of the learning process. And so even though I wrote that in there, if it meant living the life I have now, I'd go through them again. That is true, but I that's not really what I'm trying to say like I think I could have framed that better and hopefully through the podcast you know what I mean and so that can be our little secret but I'm so tempted to go back in and edit it <laughs> but again like I've mentioned a couple times on the recordings I would rather not edit the blog post because they're a snapshot of a point in time how I was thinking, how I was feeling, and that's what came out. So I think we'll just leave it at that. And even right now, I'm trying to um, convince myself not to do anything. <laughs> um, but just, yeah, a reflection of different things that had happened. And especially trying to interpret this Purako at different levels is trying to think about what themes I can draw from it and how they can be applied in a practical way. And because I've found myself, you know, in the aftermath of something going wrong, trying to rebuild trust again, and that's with people, you know, give them that grace or forgiveness, and you rebuild and you heal together, whatever the situation or circumstance might be. But I put it in here, it can be incredibly difficult to trust others again, to let people in and to be vulnerable. But you know what's even harder than that is rebuilding trust with yourself, trusting yourself and your decision making and your judgment, you know, because if you were on and if you had that complete blind faith and trust in yourself, how come things have unfolded the way they have? Like it hurts. <laughs> and so how can you trust yourself to make decisions or that you'll be able to handle it if it does again because it hurts so much, those kinds of things. And so 
I feel like I've wanted to write something about this for a little while. I don't know if I've written about it before. So I'm quite happy with it, apart from that first thing, <laughs> reframing. And then the end here, remember that the light shines always. That we're born of light and therefore are light. That there are over 140 phases of Te Kore and Te Pō, which always phase into Te Aumarama. There's a natural, innate yearning in us to reach for the light in all its forms. The Pūrākau about Tāne and Tāwhiri Mātea defeating Whiro. Um, and so we have that capacity to do the same, but just like the branch coming before the fruit, the berry or the flower, darkness is part of our whakapapa too, and it comes before all of those things. And so as hard as it is, like that's part of the growth, it's part of being alive, is to feel all those different things. And so really like this post, it has a different I think I feel like it has a different energy, different tempo to previous posts. I think the last one was quite aspirational. <laughs> and then this one is just a couple I don't want to say it's somber, but it's just a little bit I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit deeper in the feels maybe. Keen to hear how you interpreted it. If you read it, what your takeaways were, if you apply it to your life, if you think it's trash, all of that. Would love to hear it. You know how to get at me. I'll catch you on the next one. Ciao.